welcome to the Wayne Hastings Company broadcast. As always, it's our goal to help you in your publishing process, whether that be writing or editorial or marketing, whether it be self-publishing or publishing, we're here to help you at waynehastings.com. And you can always reach me at info at waynehastings.com with your questions, with your comments, or perhaps or even a topic for one of these podcasts. Today's podcast is about the three B's of self-publishing. Self-publishing is a wonderful platform. I think a lot of authors have done very, very well in self-publishing, but I think you need to be prepared before you go into the self-publishing realm. So I have three B's for you today to keep in mind before you leap into self-publishing. The first one is be careful. Why do I say that? Well, we need to be careful because there's an awful lot of companies out there that'll just take your money and produce for you a term paper. Um, It is a sad, sad experience that a lot of companies offer this service, but not many companies deliver on producing a fine quality, very readable, consumer-friendly book. So please, before you launch into self-publishing, be careful. Be careful with whom you're partnering. Let me give you a couple of examples. I have a, a really good friend. We met in a parking lot just by coincidence one day, and he yelled, Wayne, Wayne, come over, take a look at this. And he pulled out his very first book. He'd gone to a self-publishing company that offered a package deal or a templated deal, and, and really it looked horrible. It was his life message and I was embarrassed, and he could see the look on my face, and, and it was disappointing for both of us. Um, they didn't take into consideration reader experience. There were no margins in the product. The typeface was a basic courier typeface. Uh, there was no distance between the letters. There, there, it was just a horrible mess. I felt so, so bad for him. I had another friend that wrote a very beautiful uh, four-color children's book, Um, and she went to one of these companies. They charged her exorbitantly to produce the book and give her copies. She's a speaker, and she she does a lot of traveling, Um, and she wound up with uh, a huge amount of money paid to this company. All the promises they made her in the beginning, uh, they walked away from. Uh, All they did was print her book um, and get her listed at Amazon, and, and uh, that was about it. And anybody can do that themselves through the right channels and with the right help. So but when you're getting ready to do self-publishing, I would really encourage you to be careful. Take a look around. Get to know the people you're going to work with. Um, if you want to ask people like me uh, questions about the company you decide to go with, um, Please do, because we want to help guide you to the right place that's going to do something special for you. This is your content, this is your art, and it needs to be treated uh, with care, and it needs to be treated well. And you get to, you need to enjoy what you've paid for, and uh, be able to be satisfied with what you paid for. So, first B, be careful. Second B is be professional. Uh, there are a lot, again, a lot of companies out there that do this package deal for self-publishing. And the, the problem is you're not going to get the kind of professional assistance that you might be able to have if you use some professionals to do your, to do your work. The, the, first, uh, the first stop is the editing process. Every manuscript, I don't care who writes it, uh, needs solid quality 
editing. And there are two types of editing. There's substantive editing and there's copy editing. Let's look at both. Substantive editing is a gift and very, very few people have that gift. Um, but they, they, they're able to take content and rework it in such a way that it makes more sense to the reader. It becomes more readable. Um, you might think you're writing well and you might be a great writer, but substantive, good quality substantive editors can take it to the next level. And that's what you want for your book, your message, your art, so to speak, is someone to be able to take that and make it extremely beautiful in how it's presented. And this is just the use of words. Uh, substantive editors are wonderful, gifted people. Um, many people look to their Aunt Gloria, who had a few English classes in college, to do their editing. Please, as much as you love Aunt Gloria, don't go down that route. Uh, unless they have been experienced in professional book editing, run. Just, just don't touch it, because I, I realize it might make some people offended, but it's just they just don't know what they're doing. The second step is copy editing, and, and copy editing is grammar, spelling, the last, it's the last finish of the, of the manuscript. Um, that can sometimes be done by someone who has a really good understanding of grammar and English and punctuation. I would always um, ask you to use the Chicago Manual of Style. It's a published book out there that helps you create a style and gives you the, the right punctuation because sometimes punctuation isn't taught uh, according to normal standard publishing uh, rules. So the Chicago Manual of Style uh, is something you need to look into. But you also need a good copy editor that's going to go through and smooth the manuscript uh, and make sure that all the commas are in place and all the T's are crossed and all those little things that sometimes when you're looking at the bigger picture, your message, uh, you might miss. And so two forms of editing, be professional, get in touch with professionals and, and let them do their thing and you'll, you'll walk away much happier. I'm not saying that all these places that offer packages uh, don't have editorial skills, but just it's something to check into um, and make certain that your manuscript is going to get uh, what it deserves. The second area of professionalism is the whole area of graphics. Um, the cover, uh, it is true, many people buy a book because of its cover, and so getting a quality graphics person who has done books before is, is important because book covers are not... Uh, they're not uh, keynote slides, they're not PowerPoint slides, they're not posters, they're not uh, banners, they are book covers. And you want to make sure that the person that you're working with has had experience in book covers. You might have a graphic idea in your mind. Um, that's great. I would encourage you to have some ideas in your mind. But again, let the professional help guide you to what's going to get the customer's attention. Uh, we learned a rule a long time ago, and it came from Walmart. In one of my visits to Walmart, the book buyer said, uh, we believe in the 5x5 five five rule. I said, what's that? And they said, well, the customer has to know what the product is and what the product's about within five feet and within five seconds. And, and that's, that's really true after working in retail uh, some uh, book retail, uh, it is very true that the customer doesn't have a lot of time to, to look into the book. So your cover, your title are all extremely important, and I would encourage you to get some professional help. 
So again, if you're going to go to one of those uh, one of those places that's kind of templated or has a package for a certain price, you want to make sure that the graphics meet your expectations. You want to be sure that the graphics person is the right person. We're going to do a, a podcast a little bit later on some things to look into for hiring a graphic designer. But uh, right now, just, just make sure that they're a professional. And the last one is be a marketer. So we, we're going to be careful before we go into an agreement with someone. We're going to be careful and make sure they're, they're a good company that's going to stand by what they offer and what they promise you and what they, what they tell you to, they're going to do. You, you want to be a professional and make sure you engage some professional people to work on your manuscript and help you make it better. And the third thing is be a marketer. You, you cannot assume that any company, whether it's a self-published company or a traditionally published company, is going to help you with marketing. You are responsible for all that heavy lifting. You are responsible to get things done. They will do some things. Traditional publishers will work at retail and help get it placed at retail. But unless you're out there marketing your book, um, no one else is going to do it. And and that's true, again, for either side, self-publishing or traditional publishing. So I encourage you, as you begin to think through your manuscript, think about marketing. What people do I need to connect with? What organizations could this manuscript or this book uh, be important to? Um, Who can I get involved in knowing about this book? How am I building my fan base? And maybe you're a speaker. Maybe you're out there already. That's wonderful. That's a big step ahead. If you're not, you need to begin thinking how you're going to sort of kindle the fire to get this book sold. Getting a book placed on Amazon isn't enough. There's something like three and a half to four million titles on Amazon and yours is not going to be listed first. So um, you need to figure out ways to boost your marketing and begin thinking down the marketing path uh, with self-publishing, definitely. With traditional publishing, yes, that's, that's very true as well. So those are the three B's that uh, we talk about for self-publishing. Uh, we want to be careful. We make sure we hire the right people that are going to do the right job and help us get where we need to be and meet our expectations. We need to be professional and get some people behind us that are going to help take our manuscript to the next level. They're going to help us weave the story that we're telling, no matter if it's fiction or nonfiction, get the right people behind you to help you be successful. And then thirdly, be a marketer. Don't hesitate to start thinking about your marketing plan before you even start on your manuscript. Who is this customer? Who am I trying to reach? Who is, who is going to buy this book? And now, how do I create a marketing plan? How do I create something for them um, that they're going to appreciate and tell other people about so that we sell lots and lots? So until next time, thanks for listening to this podcast from the Wayne Hastings Company. I'm here to help you, and you can reach me at info at waynehastings.com. Good writing. Have a good day. Thank you.